Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. Sexy People Podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. Um, welcome to the new season. I'm here with uh, Leanne Lux and Carly, our sexpert. Um, thanks, everybody, for being here. You all look lovely. Um, thanks. I feel I feel I feel ashamed. I feel like I shouldn't be on camera. Uh, if you guys are only listening to this episode in the world, uh, you can also view us on YouTube. Um, but let's do this thing. Um, Leanne and uh, and Carly have a relationship, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you mostly handle this, and I'll just be like dumb guy in the background uh, holding his wiener. So thanks everybody for being. Here. But you're also good looking, so there's that. Oh, <laughs> you know how to say so, the right things um, to me. I, I know you've had a week. I need to like help you out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you've had a week. Yeah. Had a rough day. Yeah. Um, so I know Carly through doing the Miss Inked pageant at Westchester Tattoo. Yes. Um, she was one of the contestants and thank God I don't make the decisions because she would be my winner every year. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not the only one making the decisions. I just want to win. I wouldn't even have a contest. I'd be like, the award goes to Carly. <laughs> You just come on that stage like such a, you are a force to be reckoned with. As soon as I met you, I was like, I'm going to be her friend, whether she likes it or not. Um, I did not ask for consent on your friendship. I was like, we're friends now. Um, she is a sexpert, sex coach. I have learned more things from Carly about my own vagina than I have from having a vagina. So welcome, Carly, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> uh, I mean, thank you for, you know, listening to my tips. It's it's nice that people are finally paying attention to me. <laughs> oh, my God. You're I don't know how they don't. Um, your your blog is called Dildo or Dildon't. Mm -hmm. And I have read reviews that you've had on <laughs> sex toys. I have like I have like a wish list of sex toys that I'd like to get because you reviewed them so well. Let me chime in. <laughs> what makes what what's what makes a perfect sex toy for a woman? And that's the thing about my blog is that there is no perfect sex toy for anybody. You have to explore your own body and put in the work and figure out what you actually like and that sure. I can tell you all the things that I love, but it doesn't mean you're going to actually love it. So I, I like to write reviews and like the objective positives about a toy. Like this was really good. It was this soft. It was this strong vibration wise to let people make the decisions for themselves. Right. Yeah. That's so important. Um, so then what, uh, Lux, what, what, what are you looking for? In... Well, actually sex toy wise, I think I'm all right. But <laughs> what's the one you're into? Um, so I I prefer clitoral stimulation yeah. for myself. Um, yeah, that's my go-to. I mean, I you know I'm on OnlyFans. I do penetration for OnlyFans with toys, and I pick out like toys that I know that they would like. <laughs> but for myself, my me time, my you know, I just got into bed and it's me time. It's a it's like a little clit it's a vibe. It's actually I can get away with something pretty cheap which i know so many people can't so i consider myself very fortunate <laughs> i can just use uh, it's not the bullet the bullet is not powerful enough but it's like it's like a step up from the bullet it's i think it's like a rocket or something like that that like does the trick every night wow simple but i do want to yeah. get the suction ones the suction ones the good ones look expensive but i want one 
I'll send you one. I got you. I have extras in my house. You don't know that, like, all those giveaways that I run is me trying to get, like, stuff out of my house. So you're the Oprah of sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> so what's a good male starting point? If, I, if I'm convinced I don't want anything near my butt, what's a good male starting point for a sex toy? Thank you for making that distinction because I always ask, do you want something to stroke with or do you want something to stimulate your prostate? Yeah, because no, I want, I think I want to, I think I want to bang something. I think that's what I yeah. want. Yeah. Do you need it to look like a person? No, I don't care about that. Great. Then I would say to look at Tanga products. They make anything from like a disposable egg that you can jerk off with to like sleeves that you can like wash out and reuse yeah. to like really like suctiony like toys. Like they're really great and they have a range for like people that are just looking to spend a couple bucks or like looking to invest. I've heard about like, the sleeves because it I like also the cleans investment up the idea. Yeah, sometimes you got to invest in your pleasure because especially with like the soft toys to like jerk off with, they break down like you're not going to get a million uses out of like I a see. thin egg, especially like no one's going to be nice to it. Like you don't yeah. got to be nice to it. It's I would be nice to it. Could be, sure, but <laughs> it's still only going to last you a few uses. Yeah, there is really. So, yeah, there are zero times when I yeah, when I'm just going to take my aggression out on on the thing I'm banging. That's not I'm not at that point in my life anymore. Um <laughs> It's You're interesting. still grown and mature. Yeah, but I also think I also think that I um I also think that I would I would be like excited um that I destroyed it. I think that would play to my male ego stuff. It's it's kind of hot to watch like a dick destroy it though cuz it like starts like poking through. It's yeah. it's visually appealing. You're like my dick did that. Yeah. Yeah. Like There's something to be said about it. Yeah. So now okay, so now my question is how do you introduce sex toys for men? with a male partner because i've never thought to be like i want to watch you destroy this like you just said that and i'm like that sounds hot yeah. why have i never suggested that <laughs> you know it's one of the things that i like to say is that like get something inexpensive like a tanga egg and like show it to your partner and then leave him alone with it like put it in his drawer and i guarantee you he'll get curious and he'll fuck it because <laughs> like who wouldn't right it just sounds like a dog it sounds like we're we're like men are just canines no 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 it's human nature same thing like if you're like oh hey baby i got you this vibrator i'm just gonna leave it here for you to explore like who's not gonna try it like you're gonna yeah. get curious you're gonna want to try it so like <laughs> low pressure like hey this was a couple bucks like let's just do that or like incorporating it into things that you're already doing so like let me give you a hand job with this toy and like yeah. let me touch you with this yeah, and yeah. like you're just adding different sensations to the things that you're already do doing. Like sex toys are tools. They're not replacements. They're like additions. Sure. <laughs> right, right, right. What it's is so your... Funny. It should be like a basic thing, like bring in sex toys. Why have yeah, I... Yeah, exactly. Like you can't uh, reach that itch. You get a back scratcher, right? Like what's, right. what's different? <laughs> so true. What a good... Yeah, I like that. I like no, that. I'm, uh... I need to buy male sex toys. Yeah. I just got a new one. I, I get stuff from my, my jobs and warehouse all the time. So I'm like, oh, I, I like added it to the website, but I haven't seen it. So like I got this new like Sonos sleeve and it's like perfect to like give someone head with because like the tip is open. So it's like just this like little half sleeve and it's like so soft and squishy. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Well, then, like a little cheat. Let me, yeah, let me exactly. Go back. It makes you feel like you're deep throating and then you're not. 
It's magic. Oh my goodness. Ah. Let me go back to uh, to Lux's comment. She was like, she should get male. Um, but you, Lux, you don't have a partner, so like, if you have male stuff right, when I in do. the house, <laughs> no, it freaks people out. Whenever I, because I, I've gotten all kinds oh, of free crap from being at the the porn convention like that, and then I just bust out this thing, and girls are like, how many people have you used this on? I, see I mean, you gotta leave the wrapping on it. That's the thing with the Tanga egg. It's like individually wrapped. It's yeah. like, nope, this is yours, and you can break the seal for them. Does, will that make my partner? <laughs> feel or that will make her partner feel like like you're too experienced it's like like if you have too many toothbrushes at your house girls even get like freaked out they're like hold on a second i mean that's not what i can help people with i can't <laughs> help mitigate that i can help them pick the toy and like hopefully no i think you can help with communication yeah i can i can help with communication for sure but like yeah. you know there's limits you know yeah right. Well, what's yeah. your what's your partner status? I don't know. How do you how do you how do you uh, how do you deal with all that? What what are you single? What's your thing? I mean, I am partnered. I live with my primary partner, but we are poly, so okay. like, we we date other people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give us polyamory for the give people. us the crash course. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been poly since I've been seventeen. So like I have dated couples, and now I'm like a primary in a couple. So that means that like. I live with this person. I do taxes with this person, uh, but we also will date other people sometimes together, mostly apart because people are difficult. Because <laughs> people are difficult. Yeah. yeah the, I mean, the type of women that are into me are not generally into him. I'm like pretty queer. And like the women that are like going to be interested in me are not going to be interested in my very manly partner. Yeah. Interesting. Got you. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Like that makes a lot of sense. I'm attracted to women who are a little bit masculine. And so I've had uh, relationships with men in the past who they weren't exactly attracted to the same kind of girl that I was attracted to. Yeah. But sometimes I could bring a femme partner, you know, that would be kind of more for them, but I could also enjoy it. But it's it's tricky matching three people. Yeah. It's very tricky. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's hard enough. D Dan to... really would love to be a unicorn in a lesbian yeah. couple. Yeah, she keeps telling me it's too good to be like, I can't like, like, of course you want to do that. <laughs> But like, yeah, well, because I'm just trying to figure me out and I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out the space where I can be less needy all across the board. So if I can come into a situation where I don't have any responsibilities, maybe <laughs> I can figure that out better. Yeah, I mean, that's how I use like dating couples like I used it to explore my sexuality yeah. and like date lots of people and feel a little safer about it because you know a man's not going to murder you if there's a woman there most likely so like it felt a little safer yeah Fair enough. i like you yeah. just have another witness that's what that is <laughs> yeah or like two people to drag the body but you know <laughs> like, i always like to say i'm kind of heavy so it'd be harder to kill me I like i like <laughs> the things that we tell ourselves to 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 create a false sense of security you know <laughs> Well, if we got to kill one of us, let's kill the lighter one. Um, yeah. Wait, so who does your husband, no, not your husband, who does your primary partner date? Anyone he wants to. But who, <laughs> but who are those people? Do you, is there no, you know, it doesn't matter. You guys don't like, you guys don't come back and powwow. I mean, we do powwow sometimes. I mean, right now the well's a little dry because of the pandemic. Like the people sure. that wanted to meet up were like people that, you know, are not, being safe, sane, consensual, right. like risk right. aware. How does polyamory yeah. work during COVID? Sure. 
I mean, everyone that I know that's poly is really struggling right now because like we're used to so much connection and like people I know that have partners that don't live in their city or like are in their pod, they haven't been able to see them all year. So it's it's tough. It's a lot of digital trying to connect, but like people are lonely and they're struggling and they're tired of connecting on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that from online dating. I feel that so much. <laughs> yeah, there was this, I you know, because the other side of this, this podcast originated with talking to people specifically in, in the adult field, like professionally filming all that stuff. It's, you know, um, the the getting tested in porn um, has now become you have to get COVID tested and you have to get STD mm -hmm. tested, which I think is really, really smart. And I've been making jokes to civilians for a while that like people are going on dates with like, let's get COVID tested. And that's become normal. So I think that should also be the first date you go get COVID and STD tested. I think that should go hand in hand. But I don't think straight people <laughs> yeah. are ever going to be into that. And just regular civilian people are going to be into that. Queer people are just so much readier, like more available to like mitigate risks because we yeah. dealt through the AIDS epidemic. Like right. we know what it's like and like we use sex toys then to like socially distance and have intimacy without swapping body fluids. So like it's still a lot of the same people are using sex toys and like the ones with the apps that they can connect with over long distances and stuff. But like yeah. queer people definitely understand it better than you know, straight folks will ever. Yeah, and and somehow adult entertainers are criticized the harshest. But oh, always above and beyond to be the safest. But yeah, you know who had a stash of gloves in their house? Me, yeah. this pervert. <laughs> I had so many gloves. I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm gonna be good for the year. <laughs> That's great. I like that idea that 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 like uh, that adult that adult film people and uh, um and sex positive people like just had like a lot of paper towel already and a lot of yeah. gloves and a lot of masks. Sanit we know how to sanitize <laughs> things. We I saw a bunch of perverts making uh, those guides to how to properly take off your gloves because people didn't know how to do it. And I'm yeah. like, how do people not know this? And I'm like, oh yeah, straight people don't really use gloves for sex. Like <laughs> so wait, so you're talking you're talking flipping it inside out so you don't get Yeah. Yep. Poo yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wait, I had a question. And this is just a fun one. It's, there's no real answer, so don't get too worried. It's which platform do you think is having the most uh, long distance sex during the pandemic? Where are people fucking? Probably FaceTime. That's yeah. the simplest. I feel like, especially because like you know those people, those people's numbers with their real names are in your phone. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think FaceTime. there's a space? So, to do you think there's a space to have a purely sex, um, like, video chat app? Yeah, it exists. <laughs> which oh, which one's this? Yeah, so Pure App actually they're adding non-binary as a gender option in april yeah and i'm going to be partnering with them a little bit on my blog to do some advertising. But Pure App is kind of like if Tinder and snapchat had a baby so okay. like you can like very casually be like i want to jerk off with somebody and then people will be like hey i want to jerk off with you and then that you can do it in the app and i'm pretty sure like you can't screenshot it nice so, oh, yeah brilliant yeah it's great it reminded like i went on there a little bit and then i got like overwhelmed because i didn't actually want to talk to anybody right <laughs> and i was like oh people are trying to talk to me as 
was like, oh, never mind. I, I don't actually want this. But like, it was cool because it reminded me of Craigslist because like you could put some like very specific niche thing in that that you wanted and like people would be like, yeah, I'm into that. Let's do that really yeah. great thing. Oh, is, I did that. Is FetLife mm -hmm. doing that though? Is that Has that taken the place of Craigslist or is it not? I guess. I... <laughs> From the sound of it, that's a no. I mean, I mean, I just wish that they would revamp the platform. It's not like yeah, not like make it mobile friendly and like yeah. make it easier for us to like get rid of people that are actual creeps and yes. stuff. Yeah, I'm so tired of FetLife like main picture being someone's penis, and I'm like, yeah. we don't realize that that's aggressive. Like, I understand what the website is about and who you're coming on as but like that's a lot of yeah hello here is my entire day. <laughs> yeah but actually that mentality allowed me to like find some uh some catfishes recently because there was somebody who's been reaching out to me for years that's that was claiming to be a woman but is giving me dude vibes like it's like it's like sending like going straight to pussy pics it's like no i've never met a woman that sends pussy pics first this is crazy um, i had so someone on my only fans tip me for me to look at her pussy okay yeah, I, it happens. And by the way, if if uh if you if there's an if there's like like if you if you become overwhelmed with that business, I'm happy to take your your overrun. <laughs> I I don't think people want to show you their pussy for the same reason they want to show it to me. <laughs> I will be honest. I will be very I open. Know what what website app whatever dating something? Where can we maybe FetLife? What would be the best place to get Dan into a? unicorn lesbian yeah. relationship situation i mean if i had the answer for that i'd be rich wouldn't i like, <laughs> i Whatever would just I yeah i like <laughs> would have so much money i guess i mean fat life is gonna be the best choice but like i wouldn't say it's a good choice you know what i mean like it's the only yeah. option there is right now until someone makes a better one like i wish some tender pervert would spend quarantine making a better app for us <laughs> true <laughs> i do too yeah. <laughs> yeah no it is always weird when you see because on tinder you'll see the ones that are the couples and it's like this doesn't feel like the right place for this i do know people specifically um the the producer eric has had a lot of success on okay cupid uh, because you can put in all That's the, the non-monogamy. Yeah. yeah, you can put all the non-monogamy stuff in there, and it doesn't freaking me out. They've actually let you put in uh, that that sort of category. Mm -hmm. um, I like that they ask a million questions, even yeah. though it might be annoying to some. It really gets you to know that person before you even yeah waste yeah. your time in you know conversations and yeah. I want yeah, to I, I like OkCupid. I mean, it's where I met my partner. I, I think it's one of the better apps if people are looking to, like, actually date and talk someone and not just, like, bump junk. Bump <laughs> junk. So, wait, is there no version of you and your partner dating one person together or, or, or fucking one yeah, person? Yeah, I mean, I would, I would love that. That would be cool. But, like... We just haven't found that person. Never and we're not really act actively looking for that yeah. person. Like, if it happens, it happens. Like, we exist in a lot of spaces where, like, that could totally happen. So, how yeah. do you yeah. how do you know when you're when you're full up for? I don't I don't really know. I don't know the correct terminology. Like, how do you know when you're when you're like polysaturated? Is that the term? <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you run out of yeah you just your scheduling can't allow it if you can't give the people that you're currently dating enough attention then like your cup runneth over like you're done yeah <laughs> how do you how do you respond to this it starts to so the way i've always dated and it's not working but it's been <laughs> like um like i i kind of figure out where i fit and then i kind of like i i like 
I like sit in that space and I contribute where I can. But Polly, when people explain it to me, it starts to feel more like you have to be so almost selfish to be like, okay, these are the things I can provide for you. And these are the things I'm looking for you to provide. And that's it. I'm just going to take what I want and I'm going to give what I want. How, how do you put it in a way and make me understand it in a way that doesn't sound as like, um, I don't know what the word is like, like, um... I mean, I don't mind that. It sounds selfish. Yeah. Knowing why? what you want and mm-hmm. getting your needs met is something that everybody wants. And if my needs are, I want you to date me and then I want to go on a date with this other person, then like, let's see if that works for us. And if it doesn't, then we'll reevaluate if our relationship can move ahead. Cause like, I know I'm never going to be monogamous and like, that's, just my thing and like there are lots of people that i've dated that have tried to make me monogamous and it just yeah it's like i'm like that's a deal breaker for me like i like you and you can hang out but you're not gonna change me or tell me i can't get more tattoos or something like (laughs) yeah it's just part of who i am at this point yeah people have to meet you where you're at yeah and like it sucks when you don't like have the same thing that you're looking for it it happens all the time like it it just might happen more frequently if you're polyamorous <laughs> i don't know i think it happens as frequently when you're when you're just dating one person and you just you're just lying everybody's lying and trying to change and also there's way less communication you've been polyamorous yeah. since you're 17 you've no idea what it is to have somebody like be someone for three months and then all of a sudden they're like gonna show oh, you oh i do okay sorry so you know <laughs> yeah no like. my my ex cheated on me while we were poly okay <laughs> that yeah. is the kind of shit that like ruins me i'm like yeah i'm telling you like yeah we could have threesomes like if you want to sleep with someone else like let's just discuss it let's process yeah it. and an 18 year old carly slept with him and his baby mother and he still cheated on me yeah <laughs> Why? All you have to do yeah. is be honest. That's the only difference. Just exactly. Be well, let's talk. Be- about, let's talk about that one. What's the piece that he felt like he couldn't share with you? Um, that he felt like he had to do something outside of what your agreement was. <laughs> I mean, he was an addict. He had addiction problems. Yeah. Did you were you yeah. aware of them? I mean, at the time, I didn't know how bad they were. <laughs> right. Yeah. Looking back, I can see very clearly the signs and things like that but you know at the time i didn't really realize i made a lot of excuses but like the lying was just indicative of a lot of other trauma right. that he needed to work through right yeah so he was just gonna cheat no matter what the situation yeah was. exactly like yeah it just was it gave him thrills <laughs> yeah there's some, yeah. well there is something nice about like there is something fun about lying and there is something fun about cheating i i don't know why and it's terrible but it really uh, is yeah. part of the part of it's the, so stressful to me i don't get it like i just don't understand it i am like honest to the point of like people not liking it and sure. just people lying just stresses me out and i like trying to keep up with the lies it just feels very exhausting but yeah. like i'm a shitty liar yeah. yeah, I would rather just be honest because I'm gonna fuck up in my lie. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway, I actually have a physical reaction to cheating, which is bizarre. I have tried to cheat, like out of spite. I wanted yeah. to cheat. Well, that it's one's never good. Three times in my life, I was like, fuck that person. Like I'm mentally and emotionally done with them. So it doesn't feel like cheating. And I have tried. Right. And I have had a horrible physical reaction. I mean, ran to the bathroom and puked because I cannot cheat it does something to me at my core that feels so wrong and i don't know where that comes from 
but I yeah. can't do not do it this i'm so i'm so like emotionally involved in the people that i'm with that even the next if the breakup's abrupt like the next person uh that i'm gonna hook up with i i i have like a, like a ton of stage fright because i'm just like i'm still stuck in this like new person space where i get like confused and weirded out um you also don't let your your relationships breathe your ex relationships breathe enough Not before always. to the next yes don't air my shit <laughs> <laughs> we did it last time anyway specifically <laughs> yes specifically recently that's absolutely true um, <laughs> but also in the world of like many opportunities yeah i mean what what you're always somebody's always throwing i mean this is three people that we were throwing shit at us right so it's like we can always just go i don't know uh fine I'll go explore this other thing. Um, so uh, that's my response to that. But okay, so that, but there is a rush. There's a, there's a little bit of a rush uh, of of getting caught. And then there's a risk. That's I think that's why people. I think that's why people cheat. I think that's why people. Um, some people like cheating, but there's also a part of when I was a cheater of like oh I, like the person that I'm with would never understand what I want. And how I want it, so I'm. I have to go add something. So like, it's it's almost the poly mentality, but without any of the honesty, right? Because you're just like, I'm adding yeah, something. <laughs> but it's like I'm adding something to my to what, <laughs> to my needs without taking anything away from the other person. Um, it is it is weird to me how uh, like fragile people are about being cheated on. That's weird to me. Yeah. Why is that weird to you? Because it's like. I mean, people it's take it very personal. Thing. It's not the yeah. worst thing that can happen to you. And I know for a fact now, it's not about that person. It's about it's about the cheater, not the person who's getting cheated on. It's not about That's, you at all. Yeah, but it's hard to depersonalize sure. that because sure. it happened to you. So, like, sure. people are always going to be hurt. Right. It's a, yeah. And it becomes a value thing on yourself, and we're all yeah. just insecure at the end of the day. So I, yep. that, that part I somewhat get. But... Yeah, it does take a while to realize that it is about that person and not about you. It takes time to get that in your head. In so, your Carly, where do you feel that your sexpertism starts and ends? Because I know you, 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 you have the dildo thing is the main deal, but what's like? What else do you feel oddly uh, capable of helping people with? I mean, I'm a product expert. I do not hide that that yeah. like if you need help picking a toy like that is where most of my knowledge lies okay. Interesting. i can help a little bit with like communication i can help with like body confidence i've done a lot of that but like i i'm a product expert i'm not like a relationship therapist or anything mm -hmm. like that i like exist in this space as like a beacon of permission for like the person that I am and that's more of what I do is like I exist the way that I want to exist to hopefully inspire other people to be comfortable to do half of the shit that I would do okay right. do you think that people do you think that's people's main um like hold up is like bringing the power tool into the bedroom and like asking their partner if this is cool yeah, and I think that people think that sex toys are like, you buy this toy for this specific problem or issue that you're trying to attack, sure. and like, and it, when it doesn't fix it immediately, you give up. Like, that's what everyone wants, is they want the solution to their problem, and they want it to be like a quick fix that like, this toy is going to do everything for me, and like, none of them work like that. Mm -hmm. toys that like are hands-free or this and that like they can have all these features and you still have to do the work like you have to be an active participant in what's right. happening 
And like, that's the thing that people don't know. And like, that's the thing that I love explaining to people and like helping them figure out like how to work with their own body and like map their pleasure. So how Mm -hmm. does a man not feel threatened by a sex toy or feel like he's not capable of pleasing his woman if she wants to start bringing toys into the situation? There's absolutely no reason to be insecure about it because it's not another person. It is an inanimate object. There is no moral value to these toys. They are things that do a thing that humans can't do, whether that's like sucking for 45 minutes straight (laughs) or like thrusting in and out at the push of a button. Like these are just things that humans can't do. And you have to look at it as like tools for you to reach your goal. Like, how can I incorporate this into what I'm doing with my partner? They're not trying to replace you unless you're trying to do that, which like could also be a fun kinky thing. Like you can cuckold someone with a toy if you really wanted to like that. And that's the fun part of it is like, they can be whatever you want. It could be something that's going to help you give your girlfriend G-spot stimulation while you're going down on her. It's like just things to make your job easier. Right. While we're talking about the communication aspect of this, um, how would you go about telling someone um, that they're doing something in bed that you don't really like? I have such an issue, especially, uh, well, specifically with male partners, not being able to say like, oh, I don't like that because I'm afraid to emasculate them or throw them off their game. It's like such a sense. How many times can you take his hand out of the spot before he doesn't understand? It's like, yeah. How many times can your, be- your yeah. body react and he's just like, not getting it? Not yeah, there. I mean, the yeah. number one thing for like people in general is to pay attention to folks' body language. Like if sure. you're not comfortable enough to communicate, if someone is like pulling away, ease up. If someone is pushing towards you, you're doing a good job. Like it's very simple. Like paying attention to people's body language is the easiest way to like figure out what's happening. Yeah. Um, and then you can communicate things in a positive way because like we're naked, we're vulnerable. No one, even the most confident person, wants to hear like you're doing a bad job with like right. a dick in your mouth, right? Like <laughs> it's it's not gonna go well for anybody. So instead of being like that's horrible, do this. You got to frame it in a positive way. It's like oh. It would be so amazing if you put some more lube on there or like uh if you went a little bit to the right you would push me over the edge like being descriptive and blunt but positive yeah. is like the easiest way that humans can accept like criticism so then do you think it's do you think it's in the moment or do you think it like i try to powwow afterwards and like uh and like i mean both if you yeah. don't feel because some people like don't feel comfortable in the moment and like that's totally valid mm-hmm. and like saying after like hey like firmer pressure or like whatever like opening up the communication and being like how could i have made that better for you yeah like i don't need all that suction suck i'm uh, yeah. suction suction is my is 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 my enemy <laughs> yeah exactly but like other people that might be the, yeah. the game changer for them yeah so like sure. it's about trying different things and figuring out what works for your partner because like there's not one trick that's going to work for every single person's body yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing you started with, and I think I think that is a that is a key point. Because like I have no idea, and like I have no idea how um, how other dudes' dicks work. I know how my <laughs> dick works, <laughs> and it's and it's and like right. So it's like we have to like accept that that's 
that that's correct. I don't know. That's the other thing. You have to accept that like the thing that it takes to like make somebody come is 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 right. It's not we. It's right. That's that's how yeah. the keypad works for them. Is yeah. correct. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's their cheat. Yeah, code. I mean, and, and, like, and that's the thing. There's like disabled people that like don't have um, access to their genitals that right. have like eroticized other parts of their body. Right. Like your brain is an amazing thing. Like it's possible to think yourself to orgasm or like clench your pelvic floor to orgasm. Like people think that orgasm is just like, oh, P and V, like that's the only way that it can happen. And like your body is full of orgasmic potential and you just have to find it. Yeah, I've only recently learned about, um, I didn't know that ASMR was originally made for disabled people. I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know why I like this, but I do. And I, ironically, I didn't think of it as being a sexual thing. It was something that just really relaxed me. So I got big into ASMR, then found out it was actually used as a sexual thing and that it was for disabled people. And I'm like, this is fascinating. This makes so much sense. I love ASMR. Love. Yeah. Are you guys into ASMR? Dan, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, so the closest <laughs> <You're> like, <thing> kinda. <laughs> that I have, well, I know what it is. I hate, well, we talked about this some other time, actually off cast somewhere. I just hate the sound. I hate the sound of people kissing. So that's like, but the first time that ever like ASMR was like, I was, I remember I used to come home and I would, uh, I didn't have a lot of access to pornography. So I would jerk off to music videos and the doing it music video. And then the, even the doing it song, um, was it for me? Just the sound of sex. I don't even know if that's necessarily ASMR, but the sound. But that's of... the thing with ASMR. It's like a whole range of things. Yeah. It's not just like those wet sounds or things. Cause like, yeah. that's the thing about finding ASMR that like makes your brain tingle. Yeah. Just a woman moaning. Yeah. It was, and it, and mm -hmm. it was, yeah. And my, uh, all my, all my teenage angst was, 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 uh, was just, I'm just flashing back that and then yeah that yeah that song and on that on that I bought the CD single that's how much that was uh, important to me uh, Carly let me ask you is there is there a is there a sex toy that existed that like surprised the hell out of you that it was even a thing and or is there one that you think should exist that just for some reason doesn't I mean the sex toy that I'm very excited about that like I didn't know that anybody wanted was the Baldo. I don't know if you've what's a Baldo. If you've heard about the Baldo, uh, so it's basically like imagine a ball stretcher that has a dildo attached to it. So basically, you put your balls in it, and then your balls have like a dildo tip, and then you can put your balls into someone's hole. So now I can DP somebody with myself. Yes, you can yeah. DP them or you can have a ballgasm, apparently. That makes and sense. Like, yeah, and, like, I just really love creative things that, like, no one's thought of that is just, like, one person, like, this would be hot for me, I'm going to make it, and then, like, everyone is excited about it and, no, like... But but they've been telling dude they've been telling dudes that are over sex for years that he's like a dog with two dicks so that makes perfect sense to me like, yeah <laughs> how do i have two dicks here we go the baldo the oh baldo God. now i get it it's a ball dildo yeah what's the yeah. thing you would make it's an action <laughs> what's the thing i would make honestly I don't know. I don't have anything specifically that like I am like, oh, my God, I really need this thing. Like me, all my needs are met. Let me ask it a different way. Have you ever been have you ever been in a situation 
I don't know how to do this without being very graphic. Have you ever been in a situation where you're doing a thing and you're in it and you're like, uh, if I just had something to shove down my throat or whatever right now, then that would be the then that would be great. And then and but can we get there with one thing? No. <laughs> that's the thing is like you're never gonna have that one thing that's gonna work for everyone's body so like let's say i was like oh i really want like a triple stimulator like one that's gonna do something for my clit my front hole and my back hole all at the same time yeah it would have to be made for my specific anatomy right so like there's really never gonna be a toy like there's toys like i can pull one out right now that's like super adjustable that like yeah. Like these toys exist. Like there are specs that like I wish. I always wish everything's gonna be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they make a dildo, I'm like, can you make it bigger? Right. And then they usually do. And I have gigantic dildos all over my room. And you know, that's always the thing is like there's always gonna be someone's like, Can you make it smaller? And there's always gonna be someone that's saying, Can you make it bigger? Yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> I would love to have a Sibian. They're very expensive. I bought one. That's that's uh, the that's the um the jackhammer guy. No, that's, that's the, the sit on it guy. The ride on one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks like it feels great. Yeah, it it does. I went viral on TikTok with it. They were like, "What's the loudest thing you own?" <laughs> so I showed that. <laughs> I was like, "Well, <laughs> if no one's sitting on it, TikTok can't take it down." And it, right, you know, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I can't great. even I can't even say I can't even do a full joke with a swear word in a TikTok without getting pulled up. <laughs> You're over here uh, just just just. Whipping. Oh, no, trust me. I, I've got plenty of things taken down. Yeah. Like, let's not even talk about it. You're going to summon the trolls to me. <laughs> Speaking of the trolls, um, I know that you recently had you recently did a live on Instagram and I, I didn't catch the live, but I caught a post you made afterwards where you and some other people were discussing how you had these trolls on there harassing you about your body. So I wanted to talk body image, body positivity with you. What happened on this live? Apparently, well, Spectrum Boutique is, I work for them. I do their merchandising. I do like a weekly Q&A. And like, we partnered with Lori DiCarlo to do a giveaway of their products. So okay. like, I go on there, I give away toys, and like, I answer people's questions. And it's usually very like, I mean, for sex toy questions, they're usually pretty PG. It's like, how do I clean this? What should I start with? Like very normal questions. It's never been anything too extreme. And we went on and like, there was over a thousand people in the first minute. Cause apparently we had gotten pushed to the, the top of the live page. Wow. And uh, yeah, I didn't know I didn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> because- right. it sounds like a dream, but- Yeah. So. And uh, Zoe, the owner of Spectrum, was like in the live, like banning people. But like, there was so many comments about my tits and like, just saying like BBW and like fat cow and like it just ranged from like Oof. sexualizing me to saying I'm disgusting and like all these other things and like. I couldn't even get to comments of people trying to win the toys because it was so wow. much spam. And like, normally my lives are at least an hour and I did it for like 40 minutes. And then I was like, okay, I gotta go by. I like gave the toys away and just like bounced. It was like, ooh, it was like the most intense thing. Cause it was yeah, just like at a certain be. point, I just like left the question box up. So I couldn't see the comments. It was just, I didn't know what to say. I like normally I'm interacting with people and there was no comments to interact with. 
it was it was, it was a lot straight up abuse basically yeah exactly did you, get, did you other than the fact that you felt like you couldn't do your job did you allow the the bullshit to overwhelm you i mean i felt overwhelmed but everyone else was saying that i did a good job and like i yeah. kept it going because unfortunately like i've been heckled before i used to do blowjob classes in manhattan like People heckle you at free workshops all the time. And I've done like huge events at like sex expo. Like people love to heckle you when you're talking about all kinds of stuff. So Wait, like I've been heckled and I've been, and like I've been on cam four during their like happy hour thing. And like, I know about lots of people talking about my body, but like in the context and like where it was just felt really like violating and yeah. Like I got off the live and I cried because it was just so much. And like that kind of stuff doesn't usually upset me because I have a really thick skin. Like I know what I look like and like I know the attention that I get. But it was just so much. Yeah, like, yeah. that is yeah. straight up abusive. And and I was surprised when I saw in your um, comments and stuff and you saying like, yeah, I actually cried. Like that was terrible. I was surprised because I know you as like this strong like no bullshit like just tough chick and i'm just like oh my god they must have really gotten to her you're the first person i met who you described yourself as fat and i was like taken back by that because i was raised to you know to hear that as a, a bad word right where yeah. it's instinctual for me to go no you're not fat you know what i mean yeah 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 no, like this is who I am. Like this is you with this such pride that it made me think like, oh yeah, why am I saying yeah. what is okay to call this person or what is not yeah, okay? Ex exactly. Oh, by by normalizing the word fat, it becomes just a descriptor. Like you take yeah. away the vitriol from it. Like I am fat, just like my hair is curly and my eyes are brown. Like these are just things that I am. Like I'm never not going to be fat. So. So let me ask. So then, Lexi, what did you think was the correct word then before that? I've I've always felt like you're supposed to tippy toe around this subject. Okay, you know? so, so you there's no friends, words at all. So when my friends would say to me like, "Oh, do do I look fat in this?" I would say, "No, you know, you look beautiful. You look amazing. You look this." I would try to take them away from what I thought was negative. It's not negative. But this is, uh, if I can say, and I, I could be completely off base, but I think this is more of um, like like a like a female protection thing because j just from a comedy perspective, um, brilliant comedian, uh, you know, I would bring her on the road places, and her stuff was working in New York. She's calling herself fat. But then when we would go to some place in the middle of the country, they would be like, "Oh no, you're not." Like in her joke, and she's like, "No, the premise is I'm fat. I'm being fat." I'm fat. But when dudes do it, nobody's like stopping dudes from saying that they're fat. So do we think that this is more of a female um, word that we're not comfortable with? Well, you know what it is? It's that like fat women tend to be desexualized okay. when a fat man could still like be attractive. Like there's that okay. common trope of like the fat, ugly man with a hot wife, like right. family guy, the Flintstones. Um, oh, yeah. Like all, like all of these sitcoms yeah. do that, and like, so true. Men can be fat and a slob and mm -hmm. abrasive, and still be like getting hot women, and no one questions it. Yeah. But like, you don't see that trope with women. Like, women have to fight to be sexualized if they're fat, which is like funny to say, but like, yeah, like we're allowed to be sexual beings too. And like, when they see a fat person being confident, they're like. 
but hey, remember you're fat. Like, right. and it's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm fat and I'm confident. And like, you don't get to pick and choose like how I identify. Yeah. <laughs> well, so then right, the, right. the question that right. I asked, I also, I think I learned this also. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I learned this, I think, from uh, a post you had a long time ago was um, something about people saying, well, you know, it, it's okay if you're bigger or fat, if as long as you're healthy or something like that. And that was a mentality I also used to have, like, well, if you're healthy, does it... and then I realized it's it's not my business to give a shit if someone is happy with the way they look, whether or not they're healthy, my health is none of your business. Their health is none of their business. You know, and like, people don't I'm... question that with like thinner disabled people. Like they don't question if they deserve respect because they're in a wheelchair if they're thin. But if right. you're fat and in a wheelchair, then like, oh, what did you do to deserve that? Like yeah. fatness is like a punishment to people. And when you're like, no, I'm just fat, like people don't know what to do with it. Right, yeah. right. And if you're like, I'm fat and I'm confident and happy mm -hmm. and sexual, yeah. they're like, well, how oh, dare you? Oh, forget it. Yeah, oh, forget <laughs> it. Yeah. Right. It's fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't have anything intelligent to say, but but it all makes sense to me. Because it's just interesting to take it in because you're like, oh, I've been trained to think this way, but it's really this way. And... But it's because it's also like we can all become fat. And like that's a lot of people's like worst nightmares. Like if I get fat, then nobody wants to fuck me. And um you know, and then obviously we know people that who've just they've been the same size their whole life and that's just who they are and that's who they identify. So it's just weird that, that there is that there is both a permanence and, and a temporary nature of fat and we almost only accentuate the, the temporary, like, well but you can solve it. Like but some people don't have <laughs> right. that interest. No, like, there's nothing on. to right. If right. Yeah, exactly. person is happy, why are we telling them how they can fix something if they're happy? That you know, it just makes no sense. But nothing's broken, right? Trained to do this, it's so silly. So then, what is it? So then, what is an offensive word that somebody can say to you, Carly, uh, when they're trying to avoid saying fat? What's an offensive word that they could say? I mean, it really just all depends on the context of how people are talking about me in general but they're trying like, to anything be... someone could say could yeah. be no, but they're trying to, to tiptoe they're trying to be respectful like uh, the big one like i know like i found this out when i was trying to to figure out shows for deaf people i thought hearing impaired was good and they told me hearing impaired is bad deaf is deaf deaf is good so is there a version of somebody trying to be nice and they make a mistake by trying to say something that sounds worse than it is I mean, there's so many of them, pretty much all of them, like obese is like a medical term that really yeah. has no bearing on anything. Overweight doesn't mean anything either. Cause people like say that thinking they're being weight. nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or yeah. Like people say all kinds of weird shit to fat people, honestly, like, <laughs> and like they use these like cutesy terms that are really weird to me, like fluffy or like thick. And it's just like. Right. I don't know. None of it feels good to me. But like, what? I'm not gonna shit on someone who likes those words. But like, yeah. none of them feel like a good fit for me. Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, don't call me fucking fluffy. Like, yeah, it just oh, feels wow. like oh, wow. like you're infantile. Infant. Yeah. Yeah, like you're making me like a baby. Like. Yeah. No. <laughs> so how far are we along with normalizing the word fat as not offensive? Not far at all. <laughs> Carly's the only person I know that's owning this and like she does it so well. I don't know anyone else that. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of like fat activists doing the work, but okay. like 
so many of them get like bullied off of platforms from like mm -hmm. fat phobia and like okay. straight sized people like being mean to them about the words they choose to use about their body. It just like, I don't know, like I'm very happy with my like smallish following. I don't want to expand too far to where people like just find me and want to throw all their shit at me. So yeah. So do you hate? Yeah, you I hate don't blame the... you, but it's a shame because I wish like, you know, I want you to be famous and I yeah. want everyone to know who you are because you do so much work for people. You tell people how to experience pleasure. I mean, everyone should have a little bit of you in their own life, yeah. but I can understand not wanting to be attacked all the time when you just- Yeah, like even with, with TikTok, like that's the one where I go viral the most. And like anytime it like remotely gets bigger than like my audience, I get stuff taken down. I get fat phobic comments. Like people tell me to get like lap band surgery and like all kinds of shit. And it's like, God. it's just so rude. It's just like shit that I would never think to say to people. Like I wouldn't yeah. look at some man and be like, you should get hair plugs or like anything <laughs> right. like that. Like, it's just rude. Like, I don't understand why people think that like me being in the digital space is an invitation for them to comment on me at all. T I think TikTok is particularly short-sighted for people. The comments, yeah. the com, everybody, the call, the comments are are things that are like people putting them out there, like, oh, this is no consequence. The, I just, I miss the days when, like, you had to stand there when you said something because you could get punched next. We're so far yeah. from people punching each other that it's actually <laughs> worse. Like I you agree. couldn't even Normalize fathom punching people now. Yeah, people can't even fathom being punched. You could be punched, and then nobody's no, every, nobody's dead. You just got punched, and everybody's fine. Yeah, it hurts a little bit, but you're fine. <laughs> and then you don't say that stupid thing again. For this. No, absolutely. Um, okay, so um, we all have these crazy, interesting jobs. Yeah. So Dan's a comedian. You know, Carly's a sex expert. Um, I'm an adult content and there are things that get said on our jobs, our careers that would be wildly inappropriate anywhere else. So I wanted to have this game called things that get said. Sure. And so what is, what are the kinds of things that could be said day to day in your normal, uh, career in your normal life? Either of you that are terrible. That would just be so weird if you said it, you know, casually chatting with someone in a Starbucks. It would be right. weird. Well, the, the big one for me is always and again, like most of my interaction in, in, in the one year period of time has been on dating sites. And so it's the, this is this is sort of like the, the venue for it. but it's just like it's just a lot of like, tell me a joke. And it's like, <laughs> it's just no situation where that's OK. It's like no, that's never going to come out perfect. It's, it's the only it's the o comedy is the only job where they're just asking you to just do it for free on the street. Like. <laughs> No, I mean, I was a musician for a long time. People always love to do that, like, play me a song. And it's like, I'm not like one of those monkeys. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric, well, Eric chimed in. He says, I hope you murder tonight, which is people what people say about comedy. It's like, I hope you murder tonight. <laughs> or like, ate a dick. That's a comedy one, too. And, I, and I've seen somebody say that on stage to a room of people that have never seen comedy. They're like, so I was, uh, I did this other show and I ate a dick. And the crowd's like, what is he, is he, what is he saying? What does that mean? <laughs> It means he did bad on stage. I ate a dick. What? Why? What? What's yours, Lux? I ate a dick. Well, so in my job, I get a lot of like show more pink, which means yeah. like read it more. I heard this from you actually. Yeah. Um, PSFB, which is pussy shot from behind. They just say that to you. Yeah, we'll be like, like you'll be shooting. That. Yeah, let's do some PSFB. Wow. So I around. <laughs> I bend it over. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of what else. When I was when I was trying to be photographed, I'm very bad at being photographed. But this guy who was trying to be good at at, at me was like, "Smile with your eyes." I hate it. <laughs> Like, not with your mouth. Smile with your eyes. Thing. Look, look, look through the lens. <laughs> look through the other side of the lens. Yeah. And I know what that means, but it's hard to say that to someone who doesn't like. Yeah. Do it for a, it's like what I'm. I'm looking at the camera. Like, what do you want? Um, I had a a great female photographer when I was working with Suicide Girls, who she made me die laughing one day because she was getting like the gynecological shot. And she goes, stick out your undercarriage. And I was like, wow, that's the most unsexy thing I've ever heard in my life <laughs> regarding my yeah. undercarriage. <laughs> yeah, well, then, so then for Carly, have people ever been like, what's going to make me gush? Has anybody ever asked you, like, is have, when they're pitching what yeah. to? <laughs> yeah, people, yeah. Sometimes people, like, they mean well and they're like, oh, I'm going to have fun tonight. And it's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got we get it yeah i get it i know what we're doing here like you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to make it weird i don't know i think the weirdest thing that i text that like obviously i couldn't text if i had a normal boss was like i texted zoe and was like i kind of want to fuck this hammer <laughs> <laughs> because we got this this new toy that looks like a hammer like samples are on the way and i'm like kind of want to fuck this hammer fuck this that hammer. is a perfect thing to get said because i don't think anyone else could say that to their boss yeah <laughs> i wonder are there so then actually on that notion are there are there like um has marvel gotten into the um into the sex toy mix like can i can somebody fuck a thor hammer i feel like this is yeah they, they maybe they may there they can yeah there's a there's an indie maker in australia that they make geeky sex toys and they yes. have a thor's hammer dildo i have an aquaman one somewhere can you can oh you so you can put aquaman in your pussy yeah wow Fantastic. i never actually used it because i don't like the density of it it's really yeah. firm yeah but they got me when they were like one of 300 and i was like oh yeah i need it as a collector's item <laughs> great. oh my god that's great i want to start collecting yeah. dildos yeah. all right well let's do the, let's do the yeah, thing but geeky geeky sex toys make some really fun ones if geeky like that's like a, yeah if that's a thing you're looking for I'm, I'm sure my only fans would love that I love that. I love that somebody can just can just put a uh, an Iron Man up their butt. I love that. <laughs> that makes me feel so good. All right, let's do the thing. Um, we've been on for a minute. What? Uh, how do we find you? How do we follow you? Uh, how do we? How do we make you money, Carly? Plug yourself. Yeah. Um, all of my social media is makeup and sin. Uh, pretty much any link that I post is an affiliate link. If I have given you good advice about a sex toy, please use my affiliate link. It doesn't cost you anything at all, and I get a small portion. So that's the easiest way to support me. If you want to see me use some toys, you can also check out my alter ego uh, at Chloe Venom. Um, my blog is dildo or dildon't and see me at spectrum boutique answering questions about sex toys and helping people pick stuff too nice that's awesome lux. thank you so much lux since you're brand new to us give us your plugs yes at lee von lux l-e-e-v-o-n-l-u-x that is on instagram um and my only fans is also at lee von lux that's it come watch me do things with myself Come watch her show some pink. Um, 
This is the Sexy People Podcast, uh, formerly known as the Porn Stars Review Podcast. We appreciate uh, any audience that we've retained in our change. Um, we're trying to be more woke about the things that we do and the things that we say. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, on Google Play, on iTunes, all the places where podcasts are. And we, again, we have that content on YouTube. And we're going to start trying to figure out whether or not we should be on TikTok and uh, some of those other things. <laughs> so watch all that stuff. We appreciate you being here. We drop a new episode every Sunday. Thank you. And thank you to my guests. Thank you.